Hi, my name is Santito. This is Crypto Kid Podcast. I'm going to be talking to you guys about blockchain technology and cryptocurrency. What's up? It's your boy Crypto Kid back here again. So today's episode, I'm going to be going over like leaked information from the EU, European Union, and their laws for uh, cryptocurrency assets. Okay. And there's going to be some other stuff like there's no such thing as a decentralized exchange, which I'll get more into that later on in the show. Also, Swiss laws reform make cryptocurrency respectable. Okay, so these are like somewhat good things and somewhat bad things that I'm going to be going over. Another thing is... BitMix co-founder charged with U.S. rules violations. How, you know, basically how he was money launder, money, bleh, money laundering and telling his, telling cryptocurrency traders on the plat on his platform to start gambling, in a way. Don't quote me on that. It's not like I'm not sure if he said it directly gambling like, hey, you guys should really gamble your cryptocurrency. No, no, it was probably a little bit more discreet than that. But in the way the article put it, that's what they said. Okay. so and I'll leave the links in the bottom subscription because there's going to be a lot of information that I'm going to share and there's going to be more information on top of that that I'm not going to be able to fit in the podcast episode, okay? So this is where you should really do your own due diligence. And, you know, the word for the day is regulations. You know what I mean? The definition of regulations is a rule or directive made and maintained by an authority, Okay, so for those of you who are new to the cryptocurrency space, regulations is a part of cryptocurrency term, but that word has always been around since before cryptocurrency. So if you're like new to finances or anything, if you're like fresh out of high school and don't know anything about money and your buddy just told you to invest in a cryptocurrency, that's what I'm here for. I'm trying to help you out and trying to expand your knowledge. So it's a good thing that that you're curious and you want to learn more about financial responsibility and financial freedom. So that's one of the main goals of my podcast is to help people become financially free. And also in the second segment... I'm going to be sharing a little bit about my life blog, you know, how I almost got in a fight at my last job at the sanitation company. And right after that, I ended up getting a new job. So that was a blessing in itself, you know, trying to move forward and trying to up my living standards, you know what I'm saying? But I still have the sanitation job. I do it one day a week and... My new job, I do it five days a week. So I'm basically working six days. And yeah, it kind of consumes my time. But I'm going to get more into that 
in the second segment. Also, I want to share like how my podcast numbers have been growing and I've been working on a new website and I'm going to be also talking a little bit about artificial intelligence and their goals to basically take over the world. It's kind of scary, but hey, I think I think everybody should know this and take it with all seriousness. Okay? So Hopefully you stick to the very end of the show, and yeah, keep on listening. Alright, let's get started, okay? So a leaked version of the rules to be issued later this month by the European Commission proposes an all-compassing set of regulations covering the trading or issuance of digital assets across the 27 nation block. Okay? And this information was not supposed to be out yet. I don't know who leaked it, but somehow it got on the internet and people, the crypto community, just clobbered right all over it. You know, they dug in deep and they wanted to share this with other cryptocurrency enthusiasts. And the European markets in crypto assets, which is MICA, if you want to get technical with the abbreviations and all that, that's that's one thing too about cryptocurrency. We use a lot of abbreviations, so if you're new to that space, just keep that in mind. And I have done an episode about cryptocurrency terminology, but there are some words that I'm using now that I have not mentioned in that episode. So I'm going to have to do that, uh, an update on that real soon. But back on the topic, draft draft legislations provided legal certainty around the crypto assets, cryptocurrency, security tokens, and stable coins. And for those who don't know what security tokens and stable coins are they're less volatile in other words they don't move as much they stay pretty much they stay at the same at the same rate i would say so at least that's what it means to me it can mean something different to you or something different to other cryptocurrency traders but on the contrary i'm pretty sure that's what that's pretty sure that's what it means along the same lines as european markets and financial instruments directive a legal framework for securities markets investments and trading venues okay so in other words they're trying to make it more they're trying to make it more uh, how do i say Compatible. They're trying to make it more compatible for everybody to use, and they are definitely taking up interest, the European Union, because in a way they have a sense, you know, that they're, I want to say, basically setting the stage for the mass adoption, all right? And, you know, if they don't do this now, somebody else will. So if you can't beat them, join them, right? And so they're getting everything ready and they're trying to figure out how is this going to work? How is this going to take away 
fiat currency, at least in my opinion, okay? So with major institutions looking at cryptocurrency and taking it with all seriousness, it's a big deal. And it's and it's like it's basically like a rock rolling down a hill and getting bigger and bigger as it goes, okay? Or like a snowball. So it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And and people around the world that are in that are in major positions in major power of authority can see that and they know like the potential of digital assets and cryptocurrency and how the world's going to be using it later on in the future probably sooner than we expect hopefully hopefully before before i die i'll be able to see the mass adoption and where everybody's using cryptocurrency and everybody's getting paid by their employers so i definitely want to be around to see that hopefully it does happen and you know if if i die before that and you heard me and you said hey you can say hey crypto kid predicted the future you know he definitely knew what was going to happen and the potential that blockchain technology and cryptocurrency had on the whole world and the, even the universe but a bunch of more venues are coming out a bunch of more exchanges and it's just phenomenal how how big cryptocurrency has gotten especially being left in a dark space for about a decade now cryptos has been around for a little bit over 10 years and it's it's just going to get bigger from here <clears throat> the takeaway is that the europe europe intends to treat crypto the same as any other regulated financial instrument. So look at that. Look at that. See what's happening? Do you do you all see really what's happening and where this is going? Because I do and it would break my heart to see y'all left behind. It really would cuz I want to see Everybody that's listening, well, I want to, I want to, I just want to make an, a good impression and, and show people the light. And it would be a great feeling if you heard it here first. And yeah, sorry, getting a little bit emotional here, but it's, it's a really big deal. It's a really big deal. And it, it shows that hard work pays off and it's definitely moving forward like it should be. A little bit slower than anticipated, but it's getting there. Definitely getting there. Also, which will doubtless provide legal charity? Clarity, I mean. The unknown is rather that may be stifle this nascent and fast-moving space. They are setting the stage for cryptos. Like I said earlier, it's just something they're they're preparing for and they want the mass population to prepare for too so might as well might as well get get ahead while you can you know what i mean start early i mean i'm not a financial expert but it would be like common sense you know to look after your own financial future right right i mean that's why we all invest in the cryptocurrencies because we want a better living lifestyle Okay. 
But that's pretty much it on the European Union. All right. I'm going to I'm going to move forward to the decentralized exchange like how the, no cryptocurrency is decentralized which can be true yes and no but it it all goes with the cleverness of law enforcement because they they're pretty clever. I'll give you that. They're pretty clever and they know how to get around things. So if you're doing shady things with your money, they will definitely find out. No doubt. No doubt in my mind. You know, and a fun fact too, FBI, they they own a pretty good amount of of Bitcoin, so that's kind of a scary thought if you think about it too. How deep is the FBI really into Bitcoin? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but if a developer is told that that they must include a surveillance or know your customer tool or a backdoor in a decentralized exchange software, this could be challenged as unconstitutional. Okay. And by unconstitutional, I want to say like it depends where you live. Like in the United States, the, to me, to me, in my opinion, the Constitution is very vague, and there's a lot of loopholes. If you if you really study the United States comp- Constitution, okay, I guess that's why we have lawyers to clarify things. But even even though sometimes lawyers they might be sharp, but sometimes things could think like things could slip in between the cracks, if that makes sense. I got that from a CIA show. I don't know. I forgot which one. But anyways. But it's compelled speech and regulations compelling speech, especially if the speech is in question concerns non-commercial expensive content also face strict security review. Okay. However, if the user is buying or selling in a decentralized exchange, then there is no third party to whom the user has handed over the information. This third party carve out to the warrant requirement would not apply. Okay, and I'm not really sure what they're trying to say with warrant from this article. I'm thinking... Like, I'm thinking law enforcement needs a warrant, depending on where you live. I know in the United States, they have a lot of law enforcement needs a lot more things to to be able to look at your private information and to look at your bank accounts and all that. They need a warrant from a judge. They need a judge to sign that off. So, but if you're like in China, I don't believe they need a warrant to to um, look at your finances or anything like that, or even North Korea. And basically communist, socialist countries like Cuba, Venezuela, all those all those countries that I'm naming out, the government has a pretty tight hold on the people's finances, and they pretty much know every single penny they have in their bank account, if they're holding it in a bank account. Okay? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's all centralized. That's all... 
that's all you they have an eye on their people they want to know what their people are doing well here in the United States we have a little bit of more freedom with our finances and and with um prosperity and the pursuit of happiness and you know what I mean so if we want something we can go get it within our limitations you know what I mean so that's that's a good thing about the United States and living here is because there's a lot more opportunity and a lot more potential here. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's opportunity everywhere, but it's it's a lot easier here is what I'm trying to say. You know, you got to climb your way to the top. So there's no equality. It's basically every man for himself. And you're you're responsible for your own self and your own well-being. And that's exactly what George Washington and Benjamin Franklin and the other founding fathers wanted too. So, yeah, definitely appreciate the United States for that. But that's... Oh, yeah, here we go. The bulk of the bank... Um, sincerity acts okay data collection and reporting obligations are warrantless and therefore this could not be used to gather information that has not been voluntarily revealed to a third party that data remains subject to a warrant requirement okay so I'm guessing like they like with Google, they say that Google sells their sells your information and Facebook, they say Facebook sells your information to third parties, which that is why the United States Congress had Mark Zuckerberg come to Washington DC and they questioned him and they hammered him. And you know, to be honest, I wouldn't want to be in his shoes either because the look on his face, you know, you could just like, you could see the fear in his eyes in a way. Like, it's hard to explain. Like, his eyes were wide open. He just like, just, he didn't look in a comfortable state. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, you got to watch what you put on the internet too. You got to watch what you're doing because you don't know who's out there and who could take your information. And it's very, it's very scary and very sketchy at the same time, you know, because your whole world could get flipped apart if you're not careful. So just keep an eye on that. And with my opinion, you know, with the banks, the banks are able to control your money, right? So if you feel comfortable putting your money into the banks, that's fine. That's that's up to you. That's your own business but if you don't want people to know what you're doing with your money and you you're kind of private you know that's why people got into cryptocurrencies because they wanted to live a more private life in my opinion they didn't want their money to be taken away from them you know what i mean they didn't want no holds on their accounts you know what i'm saying so me personally i don't like banks and that is one of the reasons why 
I'm so interested in the cryptocurrency because they have ways there's ways like to keep your your information secure and before it used to be easier to make a cryptocurrency exchange and now it's just gotten so complicated and there's just a lot of step factors that you have to do to set up a cryptocurrency exchange account which is good which is good because that's it protects you it protects you and it protects your your coins and your your assets so i'm really happy about that and how they beefed up their security but all in all like if you were going to have issues with your cryptocurrency exchange you know you're you're going to have to call a support support health system and even then they're still going to be able to look at your information and how much money you have it's not like your money's not going to be completely secret is what i'm trying to say it's just going to be more tight tightly guarded but other people in the companies are still going to know what you have in your account if that makes sense okay so there's a good and there's a bad with it honestly and it matters on how much you feel comfortable with crypto exchanges and crypto assets and the laws that are coming in effect you know in my opinion i think that the government is making the laws and that they're if they don't take this issue seriously someone else will do it also and they want to in a way the government is supposed to protect the people and be for the people in in um public services but there's corruptness all around all around you know what i mean in all kinds of government there's always there's your good apples and there's your bad apples it's just the way the world works i guess so that's that's what i wanted to say about the european union now i'm going to go to the to the swiss laws and there's several existing laws that have been updated ranging from company bankruptcy to security trading and has already enacted on extensive blockchain legislation but it it chooses to create new laws rather than amend the current ones okay so they keep making they keep making more and more cryptocurrency laws you know just to help because like if you look at it if you look at american history the congress they needed to make more laws when the new country was formed to help to i want to say evolve but to get everything on the straight and narrow because there's some things that that they needed to fix as a new country and that's the way cryptocurrency is kind of now there's still some holes and some gaps that need to be fixed and people do need to still be protected and that's why we rely on government to serve and to protect us basically and it's up to us to keep them accountable too if they're corrupt we need to call them out hey you guys are doing some shady business you guys shouldn't be doing that what's wrong and if you don't like the way the government is being run then you should go and run for government yourself and make a change and make a difference especially if you're in a cryptocurrency and you feel like the government's being too hard on 
on crypto users, why don't you run for Congress or run for Senate and make a difference and help push the bills? You know what I mean? Push the law making for the good, for the for the good of the people, most importantly. The growing Swiss blockchain industry has welcomed the legislation. As of next year, Switzerland will have a regulator firm that will, among the most advanced in the world, said Haynes, the president of Swiss Blockchain Foundation. Okay, and you could look him up too and find out more about him and his backstory. Now for BitMix. Okay. So there was a co-founder from BitMix. His name's Arthur Haynes, who was charged and is now um, feuding with Bitcoin skeptics and urging traders to gamble digital assets. Okay, so that's... This came from the New York Times, by the way. So this is, like, all this information that I'm giving you right now is coming from credible sources. And as far as I know, the New York Times is a credible source. And people do look at their newspaper every day. So if the New York, if this brought attention to the New York Times, you know, you know how serious Bitcoin is getting and how cryptocurrency is getting and how... The world is looking at digital assets in a different way now. If mainstream newspapers are coming out and talking about what's going on. And that's like what I said earlier with regulations. These are to help protect the gambling, money laundering, and all that nasty stuff that people do with money. You know what I mean? And this was one of the the world's largest... Um, exchanges for trading cryptocurrency and it's honestly it has been it makes them look bad and now this caused the u.s government to ramp up enforcement in one of the largest regulated markets okay so the more bad people are going to do the more tightness the government and law enforcement is going to get on cryptocurrency you know what i'm saying and let's not forget how bitcoin let's not forget how bitcoin got famous they got famous off the black market okay so not i don't think a lot of people know that if people i'm pretty sure people that been in the crypto space for a while knew that already but if you're new to the game that's how that's how Bitcoin got famous. Seriously. So, the US and European um, crypto regulations in 2020, the US has tightened regulations of cryptos, while India has finally allowed banks to get involved with firms. Governments in the US and Europe are still issuing legal acts to regulate the cryptocurrency market and trying to determine their attitude towards cryptos. Okay? And that's that's huge. That's huge. But 
let's just take this in consideration, all right? Cryptocurrency is here. And honestly, it's here to stay. It doesn't matter who's going to try to stop it or who's going to try to slow it down. It's going to keep going like a train and nobody, nobody is going to stop this. I mean, if you can't wrap your head around that now, I don't know what's wrong with you. I just, I feel like this might be a little bit mean, but like basically you're a sheep. You're a sheep if you think everything's going to, like, the world's not going to move to this cryptocurrency and blockchain technology. Because it is. And it already has. It's just we need more time. And the way to speed up time is for you as an individual, for you to step up and take action, for you to get the ball rolling even faster if you want it to get quicker and quicker. You know, it's just up to the community, in all honesty, and sharing the information to people, sharing what cryptocurrency is. Even if you're not an expert at cryptocurrency, it doesn't hurt to spread the word. It doesn't doesn't hurt to um, by word of mouth, you know, because that's how things grow. That's how companies grow is by word of mouth. That is one of the biggest things is like advertisement is good and all and does get your the information out there, but... What people really trust is peer review. Peer review and other people's experiences and how how they can use it too. You know what I mean? And giving your testimony too and how cryptocurrency and blockchain technology has helped your life out. Also, giving that kind of testimony also will get people more intrigued with blockchain and cryptocurrency assets but i'm going to take a short break go to the ad and i hope i catch you in the second and final segment it's going to be a little bit about my blog and i'm going to be talking about artificial intelligence and you don't want to miss that so i'll be right back all right we're to my favorite part okay so with all that crypto out of the way. So let me tell you what's going on in my life. Let me just tell you what went on in the past three weeks. And yeah, I got in, I almost got in a fight at my sanitation job. It was like really serious too. It was like this guy was right up in my face and just started yelling and yelling and getting yell ah started getting louder and louder and louder and i was just like i really wasn't even phased by it you know what i mean i honestly i wish someone recorded it because i wanted to see my my body language towards the confrontation and all that but i'll basically give you what i can remember like so this guy that i work with he he does yard waste okay and I did. I helped him do a yard waste route that day or the day before the confrontation happened. And basically, he was going to finish his whole route, you know, get done and, and leave, leave my buddy and I to finish the rest of the, the job by ourselves. You know, like his route was done. He was about to go home. And I was like, 
I told him, I was like, listen, come help us when you get done. Because we were running behind and we got packed out and we ended up having to go to the landfill and and taking off the load and coming back and going back, getting to work. You know what I'm saying? And he was just trying to go to the landfill one time. So what the sneaky was, sneakiness or like the sketchiness that he did was he packed out on one truck and then went back to the yard, grabbed another truck, and then his plan was to take both of those trucks at the end of the day to the landfill and then call it call it quits. Why? Well, my buddy and I were still out there after we already went to the landfill and we we weren't trying to go back the second time, you know what I'm saying? But you got to do what you got to do. And... I told him, I was like, listen, if you don't help us, I'm going to call the boss, all right, and I'm going to tell them what you're doing, and he got, like, really mad, and he's just like, go ahead, and I was like, okay, and he's like, I'm going to tell her what's really going on, I was like, dude, you're the one that's looking bad right now, you're not even supposed to go to the yard and get a second truck, you know what I mean, you, you should be doing what we're doing, get packed out, go to landfill and go back to go back on the route. You know what I'm saying? There's no like really cutting corners. And just like basically working as a team. You didn't want to work as a team. And so I never called the boss by the way. <laughs> I he he basically shot him his own self in the foot and he ended up calling her and then you know the funny thing is like she ended up telling she called us and she told us to stop the route at 3.30. And so we did. So we did. And she made the other guy out there and finish the rest of our route because he was trying to be slick. And then he got, like, really upset <laughs> after that. So, like, the next day. So the next day, like, literally that morning. Morning. I... I come into work and then next thing you know, like, he comes up and just starts yelling at me. He's just like, hey, would you say to Hope or like the boss or whatever? And I was just like, don't worry about it. <laughs> and and he's like, excuse me, excuse me. Do you want to get punched in the face? And I was just like, you know, I was just like, shut the shut the you know, in other words, I was just like, shut the flip up. You know what I mean? Just like that. But more more vulgar. <laughs> and I was not budging. I was. He's like, do you want to get punched in the face? And I was like, and I walk up to him. I have my backpack on and everything. I didn't even get time to, I'm feeling like ice in my cooler. And I stop what I'm doing. I'm just walk straight up to him. Just like, let's go, dude. I was like, let's go. I said it like twice and he still, he just kept getting louder and started yelling. And I was just like, I was just like, all right, man, get the flip out of my face. Get the flip out of my face, you know, like three or four times. And at this point, all the other coworkers are looking at us, you know what I'm saying? Like what's about to go down because I wasn't about to hit him first. You know what I'm saying? And I was just trying to get him to hit me first. Then after that, it was go time. You know what I'm saying? But 
and all and I probably wasn't right for cursing him out, cussing him out or whatever. And I probably could have handled the situation a whole lot different and in my opinion I pretty much was wrong, you know, because I instigated it and I gave him an attitude back, but I didn't want to show him, you know, I didn't want to give him the satisfaction that that if he got loud with me, you know, that I wouldn't do anything because honestly my dad, my dad taught me to to never back down and never to never um let someone bully you or make you do something you don't want to do. You know what I'm saying? He always taught me to be a leader and not a follower. So, and especially he he's never ever taught me how to be a coward. He's always taught me how to face my problems. And that's one thing I do love about my dad. He's always gave me that tough love and made me the man who I am. And before in my childhood, I was never like that. I was always a pushover, a walkover. But now in adulthood, you know, you have to be tough or else the whole world will walk all over you, you know. So I was just like, you know, I'm not going to stand down from nobody and I'm not going to show anybody that I'm scared of them. You know what I mean? So I was just like, you know what? If it's go time, it's go time. If we fight, we fight. You know, and in my head, I was like thinking like, oh, man, I'm going to go to jail again. You know, we're both going to get arrested. I was just like, this is not good. And luckily, my supervisor came up and told him him to go away. And then ever since then, he's been cool with me. I think it added respect and just like, you know, this kid will not – will not – would not, um, in a way, would not stand down. You know what I mean? If if you're gonna, he, he probably felt like if he's gonna come out, if I'm gonna come after him, he better do something. You know what I'm saying? Because none of none of us are gonna win in this situation. None of us. You know what I'm saying? Like we we would both end up in jail if we did get in a fight, um, and he would end up losing his job. And I would end up losing my job and just having to start all over again. But I'm kind of glad that didn't happen. And it showed me, like, honestly, it showed me how to how to deal with people in a different way. You know what I mean? How to how to stay away from from confrontation. And that's that's why I'm kind of happy I got a new job. Um, doing boat detailing. So I I wash and clean boats and yachts and sailboats and all that and it's a pretty fun job and definitely looking into getting opening my own business about that maybe later on in the future. It's definitely a lucrative business and and there's a lot of potential in there. This the company that I'm working with it's a 1.8 million dollar company here in Charlotte County, Florida. It's called Clean All Pools. So look them up if you're ever in the Port Charlotte, Florida or Charlotte County, Florida. And yeah, so I was asking the business owner, I was like, do you have franchise? And he was like, yeah, I have a zone open in Cape Coral. And then I have two other franchises in uh, in Canada and they're doing really well. He was just explaining to me, you know, it's all up to you, which you make the company. It's all up to you. If you want it to go far, you can. And he was telling me the guys that have um, 
the other parts of the business and the franchise, he's like, they basically work four months a year. And so that, that brought motivation and brought me courage. And plus handling new coworkers and, and learning what, what people tick. And I like, I've always liked social psychology and psychology, learning how people's brains work and people, the way people act in public and in, in private situations. But that's always been an interest in mine. So just like studying people and studying my workforce around me and learning like what makes them tick and what, what buttons they have, you know what I'm saying? So it's a great job. It's a great job. And just learning how to adapt to my situations, not basically not trying to piss off too many people. You know what I'm saying? Like I have a tendency like to, once I know what I'm doing, I kind of get an attitude, you know what I mean? I kind of get, like, kind of become kind of a dick, you know what I'm saying? Just like, ah, whatever, who are you to tell me what to do after I've been doing it for a while? But I need to learn not to do that because that has definitely got me in some trouble, as you could tell, you know, just got got my head filled up and just thought I was better than everybody at the sanitation place and just like started calling people out and started catching on their games and I wasn't going to have it and I was getting so tired of being walked over and and then you know like there's always consequences to your actions you know what I mean so just being more aware of my actions and what the consequences will bring later on in the future you know what I'm saying so just keeping that in mind too basically for self self development and self growth and getting the master key getting the master key to the laws of the universe too learning how to do that like xx tension said because we are we can do anything it's just all up to our minds like we're literally it's all up to us what we do in life and how we handle things you know what i mean so, but my podcast numbers are growing, so that's a positive thing. I had a few positive things this last three weeks, and I'm working on a new website. Just got done paying for that. I'm hope waiting for it to get finished, waiting for the developer to get back to me, and and wanting to see it put online so bad. So. It's going to be cool to see what my developer has made for me and I gave him some things that I wanted on the website and I'm, it's really going it's going to be really cool. I think I have a lot of faith in him. And the reason why I decided to hire a website developer is because I tried one on my own and it's just honestly I I didn't really want to spend too much time on it and I was being lazy and yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm not going to beat around the bush. So I figured I would hire someone to have it professionally done instead of me having to learn to do everything and basically getting a new skill. Getting a new skill that that took my concentration off other things. You know what I mean? Because all that takes time and and focus and dedication and I just didn't want to give the dedication to learning how to build websites so I figured I took the back door out 
And hey, it's about making your money work for you, not you working for your money, right? So we'll see how this goes. And I believe, I'm a firm believer that this will boost up my uh, podcast listeners too. So that's going to be a positive thing. And there's I'm going to be getting involved more into network marketing and marketing and and merchandise. So there's a lot of cool things that are going to be coming out. Just got to be a little bit patient. And I'll get that all up there on the website for y'all. Just just bear with me here. Just bear with me. And, you know, one of the things that I mainly wanted to talk about on the blog seg is artificial intelligence and their goal to take out the working class. You know, not really their goal, but... I want to say, you know, I want to say I agree, and this may sound really bad, but I I really do agree with taking out the working class. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. It's because I think the working class people have just gone too lazy and too satisfied with where they're at. You know, they stop to they stop to progress. They stop to keep moving forward. They they stop bettering themselves and they just got comfortable and it's just like i feel like they're in the twilight you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying they they basically wake up in the morning go to work come home eat dinner watch tv go to bed then do it all over again and i may be wrong i'm not i'm sure there's not i'm sure there is not every single working class person that does that but majority does majority does and it's just it's became like it's became like a system you know what i'm saying people just learned how to how to get through life like like okay let's do it again here's another day here's another day instead of trying to better themselves bettering what they could do to change the world and you know honestly entrepreneurs have i feel like entrepreneurs that are involved with ai can see that and they're taking they figured like why why not make a machine do it because a machine never gets tired you know what i'm saying they get they don't get tired and you don't have to pay health insurance you don't have to pay dental insurance eye insurance or glass insurance whatever you know what i'm saying all that or social security or um retirement you could just have a machine do it for you. Basically, a machine will work for you for free. And a lot of, since the coronavirus, like AI technology has gone up because more employees are forced to stay home due to um, COVID and quarantine. So now, now business owners are having to innovate and to figure out how to keep how to keep their heads above water. So they moved. They're starting to move to robots and all that. And honestly, honestly, it's like Elon Musk said. It's really, if you can't beat them, join them. And I know I sound like a horrible person for agreeing with taking out the working class in in agreeing that if you're going to be rich, you're going to be rich. If you're going to be poor, you're going to be poor. It's all up to you. But even if the working class is taken out completely doesn't mean like because you were born poor doesn't mean you're going to stay there forever i mean that's not your fault if you were born poor it's solely up to you you know what i mean these machines are going to need 
are going to need developers and repairmen. So, like, there's going to be another industry open to, to people in a way. So, and the one thing that people have over artificial technology is creativity and emotions and feelings. And that's the one thing that we have advantage. So, yeah, it may sound bad, but it's just it's just the way of the future, and that's just the way things are going. You can see it. Like honestly, I can see it, and I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs can see it too, especially Elon Musk and and Steve Bezos and those who created artificial intelligence they they know where this technology could take us in the future and how much labor they they could take from human beings you know how much how much they could take out the workforce so like it's it would be time like honestly now would be the time to start thinking about a different career path if you're in the the trades, you know, pretty much the trades are going to be taken out by artificial intelligence and by robots. I mean, look at the auto industry. The auto industry, pretty much the robots assemble the car all for you, you know, and you just have a few men controlling the machines. That's it. When before you had an assembly, assembly line, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you had to put it all together by hand. Now we don't have to do that anymore. Now we have tools and computers and technology that does all the hard stuff for us and all the heavy lifting and all the 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 hard uh, the roughneck stuff you know what I'm saying like and I'm not talking bad like if if you're happy if you're honestly happy cutting yards or or how do I say or working at a distribution center, or working with your hands, carpentry, or whatever. That's good. That's good. I don't want to kill your dream, but like, honestly, the the robots are going to kill your dream before you even have a chance to realize it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just kind of, I want to kind of prepare you, like what's going to happen in a way, what's going to go down, so that way you're not surprised when it actually does happen. And the, Start looking at other opportunities that the future could bring. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so much things that this world has to offer for the future. Like it's not too late to jump on board on a startup project or to start your own company that has to do with technology. You know, it's never too late. And you just got to know how to use it. You just got to know how to use the power of the internet. Before retail store, now retail malls and outlets are going out of business because of Amazon. You know what I mean? Walmart used to be a power force in retail. Now Amazon is whooping them. They are kicking the crap out of them, okay? And now Walmart's trying to innovate and trying to keep up because it's more, it's more convenient to shop from the comfort of your home than to go out in your car and to go in the public and to go shopping, you know? And now with the coronavirus thing going on, people are scared to be around other human beings. You know what I mean? They don't want to spread germs or they don't want to get infected themselves. So they're forced to stay home. And that's one of the things, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
with robots, you don't have to worry about spreading a virus. You don't have to worry about spreading infections or getting contaminated. You know what I mean? Because the machine is doing it for you. They're literally delivering it to you. And yeah, you have like humans bringing you the box to your door for the delivery. But pretty soon that's going to all stop too. Pretty, You already have self-driving cars. Look at Tesla. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to have a robot in a self-driving car or self-driving van, truck, whatever, to make the delivery. And they're going to be the ones putting the package on your door or wherever. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the things. And in, in technology has progressed so fast throughout the years. Like, can you believe it? The 1800s was not this advanced in technology, 1700s, 1600s. You know what I mean? Look how fast we gone just over 150 years, 120, whatever. You know, people are getting smarter and they're learning how to do things, learning how to make machines work for them so they don't have to work for their money, all right? So they're they're sacrificing a little bit of time they have. Like I want to look at it as this. Look at the seeds that you're planting. It takes time for them to grow, right? The roots have to get all planted at the bottom before it could so it has a good steady foundation so when it grows it's going to grow nice and tall or big or whatever. So any work that you're putting in now and if you feel like it's not working just keep trying, keep doing it because eventually something will break and your flower will bloom. Your tree will stand, okay? It will give you shade. And if it doesn't give you shade right away, at least you'll have shade for your family or for your loved ones for when you pass away. But yeah, I'm going to cut it here. And I hope you all really enjoyed this podcast episode. If you felt like this helped you, Please share this on your social media. Blast this as much as you can. Blast it as hard as you can. And share the love. Most importantly, share the love and do your thing. And please don't think differently of me because I'm just looking at where the future is going. And I'm just trying to protect my future family and my and my loved ones. And I just want them to be ready for... When the hard times do come, I just want them to have stability and something to fall back on. That's why I'm working so hard now is because I know it's going to be something much bigger than what I expected in the future. And it's going to be pretty cool because right now I feel like I'm ahead of my time. And I'm pretty sure a few of my listeners think I'm ahead of my time because the stuff that I'm talking about, people are not talking about now unless unless they're really intellectual and they and they have a good grasp on how the world works and they're very open-minded and they're and they're open to trying new things you know what i'm saying so that's also another thing you just got to keep learning try to stay ahead of the curve but thank you and i'm out take it easy